want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Yes, we are greeting you in the new year. Oh shit, this is a brand new year. Brand new year, Holy brand new. Well, well, it's not brand new show. Yeah, this let's is, be honest. It's uh, well, it's a new year, same show. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, new year, new us, maybe. Yeah, definitely not a new us. I don't <laughs> know what your guys' new year's religion. Yeah. Revolutions were resolutions. Sorry, re- revolutions. Yeah. So you're going they could have the revolutions. Yeah. So resolutions. I am sorry. We've had a bit to drink tonight already. Sure. But it's good. We have some good news to share with everyone. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, everyone, we hope that uh, really your New Year's is treating you as mediocre as it is us. Yeah. Um. When I I. Probably uh, Top Gun that shit. Uh, yeah, New Year's is mediocre. Sorry. I just hope it uh, treats you as well as it is us. But we do have some good news. Yeah, what's the good news? Uh, on the 18th of this month, we're going to be down at a Score State Brewing. Uh, it's a big venue, uh, and we're going to be yeah, doing we're gonna be doing a the live show, show live there. Yeah, we're going to be doing a live show. Yeah, you guys come down. Maybe we're going to answer your questions right off the bat. Yeah, a live show at Square State Brewing on January eighteenth. It's it's a it's a big deal, but also these guys are fucking sharp and and they're funny as fuck. To be honest with you, I grew up with them, and uh, I would have other than Bill here, other than Bill, I would have no other people really on this show. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, we don't. We don't. No, I'm just saying uh, like. Like, I love having Bill on this show, and obviously he loves having me on the show. I'm speaking for Bill. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. long story short, this is our show. <laughs> we yeah. enjoy having each other on our show. Yes, but, but also, if there, was, if there was a standard third person or whatever else, you know, like yeah. these guys would be the people we would want on our show you all the time. You want Mike and Larry. Yeah, they they are sharp fucking guys. It's and like if uh, two comedians opened up a brewery. Yeah, that's exactly what Square State Bre- Square State Brewing is. Yes, and so we're going to be down at Square State doing a live show there. Uh, you're going to hear it not live. No, but you could come down right now if you hear the show. Just make it down before on the 18th. Yeah, so we're going to be there hang on out. the 18th. We're gonna, you can come and hang out with us. It's going to be a live show then. Yes. And, yeah, we want to hear you guys. Uh, we're going to be answering questions live right there at the brewery. It's a, it's a good venue. If anyone that does comedy whatsoever on I-80, Interstate 80. Yeah. Through Wyoming, especially, you're going to want to hit Square State because it's a big venue and a lot of big talent has gone through there. Yeah. So we're, I I don't have 
actually tell you or Clay or anyone in the vicinity how awesome this actually is. Yeah, so we're going to be doing big. We're going to be doing our show there live on January 18th. Uh, you can come down there and uh, and ask us some questions. You can actually come down there and participate in the show and enjoy yourself uh, some delicious freaking beer. Well, that's just the thing. The, the beer is... We don't have to tell you how good the beer is because we're biased because it's local and it's good. Yeah. But no, these guys have won numerous awards. Yes. Just to prove how good their beer is. And it is the best maybe in the Rocky Mountain region. I agree with that. And so you definitely want to come down, get some beers from them and uh, give us yep. a question. We're going to, this is an advice show. We're going to give you advice on air live. Yep, we're going to be in in uh, the brewery doing our shit live for the first time. Actually, this is the first time we're actually going to be doing a live show in a place that's not the studio. So, in general, this is going to be a very fun trip. This yeah. is going to be fun as fuck, to be honest with you. I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm looking very forward to it. My only advice is before you get there, don't get drunk. Yeah, or do. No, don't get drunk before then. You want to buy your beer there because it's fucking good. Yeah, that is true. beer is the best. That is true. Maybe just wait till you get there and then get drunk. Yeah. Uh, But if you have anything else on board, like like acid and or shrooms, yeah, do that. And then then come in, drink some beers, whatever. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking raucous show. Just do your thing. And then we're gonna we're gonna be there doing our uh, doing our normal shit shtick, our normal shit and shtick, and uh, yeah, just get involved. You know, January eighteenth. And I, I I feel bad for the because obviously we're uh, comedians, we're stand up comedians, and uh, we've had actually turned down promotions recently because we're so goddamn busy. Yeah. We actually haven't had to reach out to our fans uh, what we what we would when we are doing stand-up because we are busy. It's not necessarily a bad thing. That just means we're doing so good. We actually have to turn promoters down, which big feather in our cap, if you will. Sure. But yeah, soon we'll be uh, doing the stand-up uh, all over the Rocky Mountain region again soon. Yeah. And uh God damn it, we love you guys so much. And also, this time, we could have done stand-up on this date, but we are trying to do the show on this date just so we can actually do a show and and have fun with it, really, to be honest with you. So this could have been a stand-up date, but but we're we're deciding to do a show with them, specifically, because they're funny as fuck. Yeah, no, it's uh, not for them, but it's also for you. We just want you guys to show up. Give us your questions. That is uh, Square State Brewing. That is Rock Springs, Wyoming. Yep. A lot of people might poo-poo Wyoming, but a lot of people don't know the triad. Yep. The triad of uh, what you need to do if you are actually a stand-up comedian trying to make it or or actually uh, you made it, maybe. Just the triad, and that's the Valley, that's Square State, that's 307. Well, actually, that's a quad because Johnny Max. Yeah. You guys need to do Johnny Max. So anyway, either way, we'll be doing uh, a show, our show next uh, next show on January 18th inside of Square State Brewing. 
come down if you're a square if you're a square stater if you're an ill advisor come down be part of it it'll be yeah. fucking hilarious i guarantee it we're going to be uh posted up in a really funny place in the sh- in the brewery it'll be funny as fuck it's it's just a great place to actually be anyway just come down it'll be fun you know what's weird about our uh, our region. And Clay and I, we proudly represent the Rocky Mountain region. The inner mountain, if you will. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think there's a lot going on in Wyoming. And there's a shit ton going on in our state. There is, really. And what's weird, it's mostly the southwest corner. Uh, well, Casper has some good shit going on, not to lie. No, I'm going to lie. Casper has some good shit going on. But when you... Look at what's going on. It is our corner of the state. Well, it's a fucking huge state. You could probably skip Rollins. Yeah, but and Cheyenne. Well, <laughs> and Gillette. In general, so you it's get bad. Like, so in general, what you end up getting is like people from Rock Springs are actually being comedians and going to places like the rest of the the yeah, you're speaking to four of us. Yeah. yeah the, besides Clay and I, uh, we have a comedians uh, featured. Uh, Mike Cheatwood is great. And uh, Dan Henderson is fucking phenomenal, too. Uh, he and Dan are good. Yeah, so we, and, we've done yeah. areas around this, around Rock Springs. But then you actually start getting towards Casper, and Casper has their own. Yeah, it's, it's broken up in our state. It's weird, which uh, in, our, in our region, it's good because... You have us, Mike and Dan doing some shit, but in the valley you have some shit going on. Yeah, because well, Sarah, not necessarily. You no, know, Sarah Silverman's been out. Uh, the guys yeah. from the Last Cow McStanton's been out. But I mean, like, there's a lot of shows in the valley, yeah. but not a lot of comedians coming yeah, out of well, the valley. Probably say we've outsold them all. Yeah, uh, we have. We, we have outsold them all. Yeah, well, that's for your uh, listening privilege. Yeah, you're listening to the guys that have outsold the state of Wyoming to any comedian. Woo, woo. <laughs> a lot of cap in the hat there, right? <laughs> yeah. We've also gotten some free drink tickets, so yeah. that's something. Oh, yeah. Talk about privilege. <laughs> that's what we're going on. Yeah. But so no, anyway, this whole, this whole area has shit going on and it is fucking good. And we're proud to Hell yeah. carry that torch for everyone. Yeah, we want to actually try to carry that comedy torch. But the, the big thing about that, carrying that comedy torch, is that we honestly now, at this point, are doing our show, legitimately recording our show live-ish. No, like it's you're gonna not going to hear it live, no. but it's it's we're recording it live at the brewery, and so you're going to be hearing things that are they're not necessarily part of the show. Like you're going to be hearing people coming down and talking to us as we're doing the show, and we're going to be doing our whole thing as people are actually yeah. interacting with the show, and that's something you haven't been hearing. No, it's generally been here in the studio. Yeah. And so, and so, this is going to be a really big, a big leap for us, for us in general. A big leap for you, well, but I don't also know if it's a big leap for us. But it's definitely it's going to be funny leap, as fuck. Man. It's going to be funny as fuck. I think, 
and it's going to be a really good, uh, really good opportunity for us. I, I, uh, it's it's a big opportunity for everyone involved. Yeah. So we want you to be there. We want you to be drinking the best beer in the Rocky Mountain region, listen to the best comedy in the region. Yep. At uh, January eighteenth at Square State Brewery here in Rock Springs. We're gonna we're gonna get right to the first question right after. This. Hey everybody, you have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. Okay. Uh, I am struggling to maintain attraction to my boyfriend due to his resemblance to an awful historical figure. To cut a long story short, after meeting my boyfriend for the first time, my brother pointed out that he looks like uh, uh, looks a lot like a really unpleasant historical figure. Now that he's mentioned it, I am struggling to unsee it, and it is affecting our intimacy. Intimacy. My brother's a jerk for saying it, and I feel terrible for letting it get to me, and I don't know what to, to do. I don't know how to stop it from bothering me. I need to emphasize that my boyfriend hasn't changed his appearance recently. He looks the way since we started dating, and we haven't had any problems with attraction and sex before now. He's in great physical shape, dresses well, and takes care of his grooming and hygiene. More than the average guy, I guess. The problem isn't that any particular aspect of this appearance, so much that the fact that he looks like this guy. I don't want to break up. I want to fix this issue. And at the end, do I hurt his feelings? Do I suggest he change his look a bit? Without mentioning why, do I say anything at all? And is there... A way I can fix this without asking him to change. I totally understand that this is a problem. Is stupid. He has done nothing in wrong, nothing wrong, and I am the asshole here. All right. Well, which historical figure does uh, your boyfriend resemble? That's what that's, we have to know. So that is the greatest debate around this question that was yeah. asked, right? Who so, is it? So everyone was like, "Is it Hitler?" <laughs> well. Right? Guaranteed anyone that looks like Adolf is probably uh, not kosher to bring out yeah, so in public whatsoever. So and why like, the fuck would you want to look like that? Well, and so I think that, too, it was like, is it Hitler? And everyone was like, immediately it's Hitler. It's got to be fucking Hitler, right? Because he's fucking terrible and you didn't see it first and whatever else, Hitler. But then she comes out later and says it wasn't Hitler. <laughs> Who is it? Right. So then I will say in this whole thing is that the whole context of the thing is it took many, many strings of comments. And then eventually she goes, it's Joseph Goebbels. (laughs) And I'm talking like many comment strings. It's Joseph Goebbels. (laughs) So there's all these fucking terrible, these terrible fucking ideas. You're like, it's Hitler. It's fucking just, dump Hitler. It's just as bad, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, like, at first, though, it was like, hey, 
dump Hitler right now. Dump Hitler. You know, it's Hitler part two. Yeah. Can, and can she's I, like, it's not Hitler. It's, it's like, his right hand man. It's yeah. No, no, no. Then it was like, dump Himmler. Oh, shit. And then he goes, does it look like Pol Pot? No. <laughs> He's American. And all this stuff was like, blah, 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 all the way down. And then now it goes, he looks like Goebbels, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it ended out. Like Joseph Joseph it looks Goebbels. Like Joseph Goebbels. Okay. Uh, All right. A little uh, history lesson for those that don't know who Joseph Goebbels is. It's just as bad as Hitler. Yes. It's just as bad. Actually, he was Hitler's right hand man. Also, he's uh, the reason that most of Hitler's propaganda actually worked. Yeah. He was the. The Reich Chancellery uh, uh, propaganda expert. Yeah, the Joseph Goebbels. He is uh, the one that penned a lot of the Nazi propaganda. Uh, it's uh, bad. It's this bad. is bad. I don't. I want to know the reference of what age this couple is because so then, Joseph Goebbels was. Uh, so then they're in their twenties. They're in their twenties. Oh, if he that. looks like Goebbels in his twenties, this guy's aging badly. Yeah. So this is so, bad. So then I think that. So here's what ends up happening, if you follow the question, right? Is that this girl dates this guy? She really likes this guy, and then she introduces him to his family, her family, rather. And and her brother goes, you're dating Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> and and she just goes, I am not. And he shows her a picture on YouTube and goes, holy fuck, I'm dating Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, shit. This is funny. No, it's not funny at all. It's uh, funny. Don't get kind me wrong. Of, because if they're in this age group and he's like, whoa, this guy looks just like Joseph Goebbels, Goebbels, this is bad. Because yeah, but Joseph I mean, was what, in his 50s and 60s when he was a Hitler's right hand man? Yeah, I mean, man? obviously it's not him. Yeah, he obviously aged like shit. If well, they're yeah. comparing him to Joseph Goebbels. But also, I mean, like, it doesn't really take an awful lot to compare someone to another person. It's just that, you know, like. There you go. He looks like Joseph Goebbels. And, and, like, she was fine. She was fine with him. I just, no, this is not a good comparison. No, that's, that's the whole thing is that no. she was fine with him. She actually didn't understand any sort of anything about, about him. She just thought he was attractive and did his own thing. And then, if she's in the like 50 year old dudes. No, this but makes then, sense. I mean, this guy is not 50, though. This guy is her age. Yeah, but Joseph Goebbels, what we know of him, the pictures taken or whatever, and during the Third Reich, he's in his, what, 50s? No, much younger. No. But, yeah, I would he say 40s. Like shit. 40s, at least. All right, well, whatever. He like, just looks like shit. Early on Third Reich pictures are in his 40s. I just don't like anyone that's compared to anyone in the Third Reich. I think that's a that's a positive way to look at it. Yeah, I just don't like this at all. And so, in general, though, like she just goes, "I'm dating this guy, whatsoever." We really click, and then my brother comes in and goes, "Weird, he looks like Joseph Goebbels." And then she can't ter- she can't unsee it now. <laughs> she can't. You know, it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. 
So now, he, now oh, she's I like, can't. this fucking guy. <laughs> like she is, knows who Joseph Goebbels is. This guy who is not an, a Nazi at all. You know, he's just kind of like, should we go to dinner and all this kind of stuff? And she's like, easy, Goebbels. <laughs> he's like, what are you in the mood for? He's like, you know, some just maybe some browns and, and some sauerkraut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, so now, shit. now she's got the idea that he looks as, an awful lot like Joseph Goebbels, right? And so she's dating this guy who seemed really great. And then her brother came in and goes, he looks like Goebbels. Just saying. Just because we know who that is. Yeah, just saying. Um, not going to say, uh, I want to say this guy is a total shitbag. He is uh, the brother of the Joseph Goebbels. No, the Joseph Goebbels. No, no, but honestly, no. But here's the thing, though: is let's think of this. So the guy, maybe, maybe, right, is like the nicest fucking guy of all time. Yeah, he probably is. Right. So he's like maybe the nicest guy of all time, but just has the unfortunate chance of looking like Joseph Goebbels, right? So then the brother comes in, like they're having the best relationship. He's like, this is going to be the one. This is this is the one here, you know, like we're having the best. You know, we just we just mesh like no one's business and all this kind of stuff. The brother comes in. The brother uh, watches a lot of documentaries. <laughs> right? lot of docu- He'd have to did yeah. listen to anyone that knows who just, Joseph Goebbels just is. Just a fucking lot of documentaries. Yeah. After and the then, Ted Bundy documentaries, he turned on some World War yeah. II docs. So then he shows sure. up. Sure. He shows up and just goes, your boyfriend looks like Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> Seriously, like spitting images, Joseph Goebbels. And, and it might be true, to be honest with you. It could be, it could be a creepy spitting image, you know? I doubt. If you guys don't know who it is, Google yeah. Joseph Goebbels. And so then she Googles him and then goes... Oh fuck! What the hell am I gonna do? But it's it's not like the guy that she was dating ahead of this time was, you know, a Nazi propagandist. It wasn't like she was because I feel like that might have been a red flag up to that point. Like, you know, the Holocaust. That's a conspiracy. Yeah, that wasn't, really didn't actually wasn't happen. real. It wasn't just, real. Just, it wasn't a thing. You Holocaust? Know, like, nope. Yeah. It was more like a Holocoax, you know, like... You know when people say uh, the Holocaust was a conspiracy and a hoax, are the same people that think, uh, you know, vaccines give their children uh, some uh, form of autism and yeah. or they think the world is flat. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't yeah. think that he he recognized it at all because there's just nothing in the question to suggest that he might have actually been like, I look like Joseph Goyles. Yeah. I look just like him. Yeah. I like to think my hair is on point. Yeah. I don't <laughs> nope. it's obviously too. Like if you ever if you were ever sitting around and somebody was like, hey dude, you look like Joseph Goyles, you'd be like, hmm, that's who's uh, that? That's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Again, Google Joseph Goebbels. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. And so, like, you might want to change an appearance or something, you know, like the whole Wear thing. a vest. Yeah. Wear a vest. Yeah. If you have to grow a beard, grow the fucking beard. Yeah. And so. You definitely want to do this if you're ever, ever caught saying, yeah, 
you look like just a goyvel. Yeah, and so you have a strong resemblance. <laughs> do something other than what you are doing. <laughs> it is bad. And so, I mean, if he were ever to know, it was likely he would do something about it. And so she just all of a sudden, like, her brother comes in and goes, nice boyfriend, looks like Goebbels, and then bails, you know? (laughs) And she's like, this fucking guy ruins relationships like no one's business, you know? But he does look like Goebbels, and I got to answer. He does, I can't get past it. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't. I can't now. (laughs) No, it'd be funny if her brother comes in and says, this guy looks like Joseph Goebbels. Listen, I have a friend that's from Argentina, <laughs> from European descent. <laughs> well, what I think is even more funny is that is that the boyfriend. If you guys didn't get that reference, Google that because yeah, it's going it. to kill. <laughs> what I do think is more funny, almost, is that the brother goes like this. I just he I he if we were in a real world, him right, he just real worlds in the front of us and goes, no, no, he doesn't look goebbels. Really? It's just more like, uh, I really just hate my sister dating people. So I look at really terrible human figures. (laughs) And when I get a picture of their boyfriends, I actually just try and match them to the most terrible human figures. And then I tell them that they look like that human figure. (laughs) And it usually ends up really resulting in them dumping that human figure. The last boyfriend I had, he said he looked like Pol Pot. Yeah. This guy was Croatian. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell is this possible? Yeah, he looked like <laughs> Tito. <laughs> Tito. Holy shit. <laughs> Only those on the know is going to know who Tito yeah. is. Yeah. And not Tito Jackson. No. no this no, one's no. really, really bad. This one's a real hardcore Tito. Yeah, not the softcore Tito, which no. we love to... Which we learned to grow in no. love in the Jackson Five. Nope. No, this one was Tito's the, really bad. Yeah, he's a bad dude. So anyway, so it's kind of like he goes, "Hey, this one looks like Goebbels," and then she's like, "Does he really?" It's like, "Yeah, kinda. I guess." Nah, probably. Yeah. Any white guy in that hairdo probably gonna look like Goebbels. Yeah. You just and gotta so get then, past that shit. Then she turns around and goes, "Fuck, he does look like Goebbels." Oh shit! What am I gonna do? It's like. Dude, your boyfriend is a fucking dick. Because literally everyone looks like everyone. It's not a fucking... <laughs> like, it's a matter of suggestion. Doesn't, it doesn't really turn out to be much of anything. I was told that I look like Val Kilmer. That's obviously a lie. And then they said... I asked, uh, was it then, like, Top Gun Val Kilmer? Or, like, Val Kilmer now? And they said, oh... <laughs> It was Val, uh, it's Val Kilmer now. Well, I and get I went like, oh, okay. Well, that's maybe true. I get one or two uh, big name celebrities when people say, "You know who you remind me of?" I get Jason Segel or that's Fabio, <laughs> Brad Pitt, maybe. <laughs> With the Brad Pitt thing, uh, does it maybe seem like it's? Uh, God, no, not at all. I do not look like Brad Pitt in the least. Nor the other two. Yeah, I look like uh, Jason Segel. I get that. Just a tall, goofy guy. Yeah. And or a Gru. Yeah. I get Gru a lot. You definitely are a Gru. Yeah, well, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. So anyway. I still slay. As far as it goes, <laughs> as far as it goes, with the Goebbels thing, I think it's actually pretty much this brother is fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, 
one or two things. Or this guy looks like Goebbels, really, honestly. No, it could I, be. I just think um, this one thing is your brother is a history major of some sort. He's a World War II enthusiast. And he's like, yeah, your boyfriend's definitely Goebbels. Yeah, because I not say, a lot of people know who Goebbels is. But also, who the fuck's looking at pictures of Goebbels and then going like this? That guy looks a lot like him. That guy looks a whole lot like him. And then expecting that that's going to mean something? That's the other thing about this that's confusing me. Like, he goes, that guy looks like Joseph Goebbels, so he's obviously a Nazi. You know? Like, that's, <laughs> a, that's the assumption, is that... He looks like that really famous Nazi. He looks like a famous Nazi. So he's got to be a Nazi. And the guy's like, I look like what? Goebbels? Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't, it seems like maybe. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Don't really like the Nazis. You know, like not a big fan of the Nazis like I just, whatsoever. I just don't really understand like why looking like one of the Nazis would be endemic to being a Nazi, especially if you're an American because the 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 German is the big biggest ethnic white group in yeah, America. Obviously, somebody's gonna look like Goebbels. Yeah, obviously, obviously. it's but uh, looking like Goebbels again does not mean like you're you're watching the second coming of Goebbels. Yeah. It's like what really pinpointed why he looked like Goebbels too, his uniform. He's yeah. wearing a World War II uniform yeah. with a swastika. All he wants it's to like, do, holy shit, he looks just like Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, all he wants to do is just uh, really weird, really weird movies about the Nazis. You know what I would do? My advice to you: pay no attention to that. Don't watch any World War II films. Watch Tango and Cash. No one looks like Goebbels in that movie. Yeah, hell yeah. Tango and Cash, that's good. That's Tango my advice to you. Just watch Tango and Cash. That's yeah. a good fucking movie. I don't give a shit what the hell you say. That's, that's an a good awesome movie. fucking movie. And you're going to want to bang your boyfriend regardless who, who whoever yeah, he looks yeah. like at the end of that. Yeah, that's a friend cop flick there. That's a <laughs> that's a good one. That's what started Bad Boys. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Just an all-white cast. Hell yeah, Tango and Cash, motherfuckers. That's what you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, so that's, that is what you do. You know how ridiculous that is? <laughs> to end anything with Tango and Cash? Like, that's your saving grace. <laughs> <laughs> tango and cash. Uh, it is absolutely tango and cash. So instead of worrying about goibles, you watch tango and cash. Hey everyone, we know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at DearIllAdvised, at our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, on Facebook at DearIllAdvised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, uh, this one is my ex wrote me into a so, uh, in as a supporting character in a web series. We're both artists. We when we met, it was uh, at my art show where we bought some of my work, and we were excited to meet in, and we're excited to meet me originally. Why the fuck is that collective? 
A few months later, we started dating, but slowly over time, they would underhandedly insult me on things that I did. When I had my next art show, they said, it, it continues to say they, they said they would come the day before, but didn't show up. I tried to make an effort to have an official breakup, but they would not they would just evade me and make excuses for not meeting me. Keep saying they. That's weird. Yeah. Now, six years later, they have written me as a supporting character in their web series. And it's not flattering. The character looks and dresses like me. I'm sure everyone in the local art scene know that it's based off of me. The people that have created it want to eventually launch it to a film festivals and the web-based platform like Amazon, maybe Netflix, if it is successful, what should I do? Edit, there's much more to the character than just looking and dressing like me. The character's plot line is that they can't hold a job. I've been unemployed for three years. (laughs) (laughs) And the character lives with their mom. I live with my mom now. And the plot (laughs) emphasizes the character living with their mom and having difficulty with their sex life because of it. Sounds like someone took our advice seriously and lived their life by Tango Cash. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Holy shit, lady. No, okay. Dude. All right. Let's let's deal. Do let's that. deal with this one. Let's let's deal with this as much as yeah. It goes. Let's dissect it piece by piece. So you had you had a relationship with this art show. I will tell you this: you kept referring to the person, the person they. that you dated as they. What a weird pragmatic to use in it's grammar sense. It's super fucking weird. They. Which also means that maybe it's not just one person. And Yeah, they means Could have been a plural. couple of people. Like, you dated more than plural. one of them. Yeah. But you yeah. didn't really... You didn't want to stress that at all. You were like, these two people or them. You said they. They. Does this guy have a... Multiple personality yeah. disorder. So I'm guessing it's more than one person, if nothing else. Well, I I think we have to take this question: is this is multiple people? Yes, because there wasn't singular at all. Yeah, she no, uses was, the pragmatics as if it very was definitely plural. they. Yeah, plural, very plural. This and is weird. so. And so what you've done is uh, had some art shows. And then decided to yourself that it was fine to go and fuck around with a couple of dudes. I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I I would say so. Let's just say it's a woman. Or, you know, whatever. A couple of partners. And so maybe yeah, it's a guy. Maybe it's care. a dude. Yeah, we, we have no fucking clue. But you, the, the whole point is that the context of the question, you, you say they multiple times. So it cannot be one person. So if male or female, I don't give a shit again. You fucked a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Right? More or less, it would have to be she fucked them. Yeah. <laughs> Not so he or she, them. So then, on top of that, you're saying that your attitude in that that. Coercion. Your attitude in that 
aspect was completely fine and should not have ever been written into a web series. You think that you were completely okay. Your attitude was completely fine. And then never, ever should have been written into a web series. Because here's the thing. If I was written into a web series, I would be pretty ecstatic about it, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like my personal aspect is pretty confident about my own... Like, I know exactly what I do, my strengths and weaknesses and whatever else. I feel pretty confident about it. And if somebody were to be like, hey, I'm writing you in a web series, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and whatever comes out of it, even if it's a... Even if it's a uh, caricature. I like to thank whoever wrote me into a web series. It's it's pretty much The Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> like it. I would just saying like if it's if, pretty much that, but not that. Even if, you if get it's my like sense. a caricature of what I'm doing, you know, like a caricature of me. That's not necessarily me, but funny in a way that's yeah, like, it's, it's, oh, hey, it's based on me. But I'm like, hey, all right, fine. That's that's funny as fuck. I'm fine with that. It's Woody Allen's least successful film. Yeah. You that's know, like, what you are. <laughs> I'm fine with that caricature. Yeah. Really? To well, be honest that's with pretty you. fucking successful, even though it's Woody Allen. You know, like, I still think that's fine, you know, but you're saying like. Like, this is this this is not a caricature as much. It's like it's a direct representation of me and it's not flattering. And I feel like this is the first time that you're understanding that your own actions aren't necessarily amazing. Yeah, you're like, I live with my mom and my sex life is in the toilet because yeah. of it. Like, all right, like you're, you're starting you're to seeing, realize you suck. You're seeing this the first time as like something that is like... Oh my god, it's unsavory. <laughs> this is ungodly. Yeah. Yeah. He did like, buy some of my artwork. I just Yeah. I wanna know what kind of artist she thinks she is where she's like, Oh, by the way, somebody bought some of my work and then they brought me to a web series. Yeah. Needs to say that web series is BuzzFeed. Yeah, and so the whole thing, too, is, like, so in general, though, the entire thing is, like, you obviously feel as though what they're representing in the web series is inappropriate. However, it doesn't ever seem like in the question and the whole thing as you've ever had an internal appraisal about whether or not it actually is true, you know? Like, do they... Is their representation anything close to what you have felt that you are doing? And so, like, when you look at it, it's, you're like, oh, this is completely fucking inappropriate. But then you go, well, did I ever do any of these things? Like, you, you obviously are singing, like, I dress a lot like these people and uh, I do a lot. I do these a lot of these things. This whole but web series never, is Portlandia. Yeah, it's ne it's <laughs> never like <laughs> it's never like, oh man, am I doing any of these things? It's like these people look a lot like me, and that's weird. That part is weird, but it's never like, oh, do I do any of these really offensive and weird fucking things? You know, <laughs> which is which is like the the key to the that's the crux of the whole fucking thing. It's like they could look like you. 
Fine, they look like you. Done. Web series, done. They look like you. Fuck, whatever. <laughs> but all the stuff that, you, yeah, like, if you felt, if you felt that it was offensive, <laughs> it had to have been because they did something in the show that you did not like at all. Or felt that it was an in- inappropriate representation of what you do. What <laughs> they're gonna do? Claire, it's your mom speaking. You live in my house. The oatmeal is done. Come get your warm breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what pissed you off. And so, <laughs> in general, like in general, you are maybe more of a fucking shit person than you might think. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, really. Claire, you have to take my, my podiatrist appointment right now. By the way, you're not getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad for you, Claire. So you got this life that's real. <laughs> Obviously, it's a real life. We're fine with that. Yeah, it, this is your life. This is what you have to deal with. We get yeah. it. Yeah. And then you We're have this, this life that they that they are actually portraying, but then you're like, oh, that's not appropriate. But there's obviously something that you don't want to, people to hear if it's appropriate if it's inappropriate. But they're getting something. Claire, you've been wearing your granny pennies for a month. What is it, laundry day every day? <laughs> is that what got you, lady? <laughs> <laughs> You're 29 years old Wearing granny panties Living with your Every, parents Yeah this is weird Well the thing is too Is like You're taking offense to things that are Really cartoonish I, I want to know which a web series this is So I could watch it Well and that's that's the whole point it's like, it's like you are being Incredibly cartoonish In this whole anger scenario like, you are single. You are living in your parents' basement. You are creating art, and you're pissed off that they are portraying you as single, living in your parents' basement, creating art. But if that's all true, then you don't have a sense to get pissed at them with. Yeah. At all, because that's so like, true. So then you go like this. Oh, no, I, I need you to portray me in a flattering light. And they're like, so should we have you live, living in your parents' main floor? <laughs> You're living in the attic. Yeah. And you bitch about your mom about the clam chowder being yeah. cold. Still still living with your parents or what's what's going on with this? I don't know. Living on your own, which is absolutely fucking redundant. And what is this web series? This is what I have to get at here. What is the web series that is making you look so fucking pathetic? First off, we need to know the web series. Yeah. We need to watch the web series. Yeah, and all of our listeners do too. To be honest with you, uh, just recently was off. I was offered a part in this bullshit streaming TV web series, whatever. And I had some uh, a mutual friend of ours look at it, who is actually in the biz, if you will, the biz, the business of Hollywood. Yeah, and he said. Nope, don't do it. <laughs> this is a fucking yeah. con. I wonder if you're getting con too, lady. What yeah. I honestly think is that these people are legitimately writing web series. She does not feel as though her representation is flattering. And she's mad. But honestly, is it wrong? 
is the question I'm asking. The web series called Life in Decatur, Illinois. Yeah, like... <laughs> 10,000 people watched it. In their web series. Oh, lady, you don't have a leg to stand on. In their web series, is what they're saying about you incorrect? In your... In in the... the they created a false persona, by the way, probably... But in the false persona, as you've stated it, they're using you specifically. Was any of it incorrect? If it wasn't, you have a leg to stand on. Yeah. If it was totally correct, as in uh, you make shit artwork and you live with your mom and your sex life is in the toilet because of it, is there really a reason to get mad at them? Yeah, they're just they're just using their artistic license at that point. So say then beyond this, and say did part you fuck of it, up your relationship with that ex that wrote you into that web series? Yeah, and then say part of it, maybe it was incorrect, some of it. Then they can say we're using artistic license and be done with it. Really, honestly, you just fucked up. That's all I'm saying. Really, yeah, you might have fucked up. Who cares? Just go on with your life. Yeah. So you're in a web series that is watched by 5,000 people at the tops. Who cares? Yep. Just you're go just... about your life, make your shitty artwork, and sell it to whoever you can. Yeah, you can make just toilet artwork. Just date better, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Just date better. Yeah, and you can do toilet artwork. It's fine. Yeah, just make some toilet artwork. It's fine. Yeah. That people like to look at artwork when they shit. Yeah, I'm just going to plug Litter Kenny right now in the last season when it comes to toilets and how shit gets outside them. That's what you have to think about. Sometimes shit gets outside that toilet. Exactly. Yeah. So then... Uh, don't threat. Don't there you fret. Go. Don't threat. Don't fret. Oh, boom. Go on with your life. Suck it. Hey, guys. How are you guys enjoying the show? If you want to reach us, please do so at... Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also, you can reach us at our website, illadvised.podbead.com. Okay, before I start in this question, a disclaimer we do not discriminate anyone that's on the spectrum whatsoever why, at all. Why would we? Because this fucking question is outlandish. That is why. Uh, I'm just going to get into it. And uh, it's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of funny regardless of what kind of mental illness or uh, anything one might have. But this question starts as, my autistic brother. Autistic. Autistic. Arti- did I say artistic? Yeah. Like he's fucking painting some murals of what uh, he might live with his mom. Nope. His autistic brother is forcing the whole family to stay at home and watch Home Alone 3. The worst Home Alone, if you will. And it says... Is there a four? No, I I don't know. But one and two were... One was great. Two was subpar. Three was horseshit. Yeah. But he loves this fucking movie, Home Alone 3. And it says, my brother is nonviolent or abusive. He just cries and gets upset when we don't watch Home Alone 3 together as a family. He's very gentle, but we can't stand his crying and sad faces. My brother's 50 years old. He's on the 
autism spectrum, and he is obsessed with the movie Home Alone 3. He literally watches and rewatches at least 13 times a day. And you know what is what's worse? He's forcing the whole family to, to come together and sit down and watch it. I was supposed to be celebrating New Year's Eve with my friends, but I had to stay home because my brother wanted to wanted the whole family together to watch Home Alone 3. My parents are old and they do not have the emotional capacity to reject and manage my brother's behavior. Thanks to him, I don't have any friends because I spend my whole weekends watching Home Alone 3 and I've never been able to go on any adventures. And it says, update two days ago. We've been We've been visiting the... We've been visited by the police a few times after his crying got out of hand and our neighbors called the local police to make sure everything was okay. My brother is currently seeking a social worker to help overcome his obsession with Home Alone 3. Do you have any suggestions on what could be done? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I'm not going to joke about someone who's on the spectrum. I am not. What I will joke about is obsession with Home Alone 3. Yes. The worst Home Alone and the trilogy, if you will. It is, quite literally, it is the fourth movie in the Indiana Jones sequence, if yeah. you will. So I, I, I it's feel bad. like. I feel like it, it was something that like was very. Like, obviously, someone had to show it to him. Like, he just didn't happen upon Home Alone 3. So one of his family members was like, hey, maybe there's a third one, you know, like after you watch the first two. And he's like, this is great. Yeah, this one's good. He has a remote control control car and he does shit with it. Yeah. And so then they were like, hey, you should watch the third one. And then he watches the third one. And then he goes, this is this is my manifesto. This third one, I've got to show it to everyone. <laughs> this is what life was meant. I ate a bunch of shrooms. Those shrooms showed me what life is all about. Yes. Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3. Oh, God, I'm not it's even... It's like the uh, Scientology whole thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, you gotta you gotta read this one book. Oh, Just... you have demons in your brain. Yep. Pay me $50,000. So, Home Alone 3. This Home Alone 3 is worth $50,000 to a Scientologist. Yep, he's just this jacked This is all on, you have to do. Yep, jacked on Home Alone 3. <laughs> so anyway, this guy's like, on the spectrum, obviously, wants to watch this fucking Home Alone 3. And he goes, it's, it's really off-putting that you don't. This is what I call bullshit. I don't care what kind of spectrum you're on. Or if you have an altered mental status or a mental illness, there is not one altered mental status or mental illness and or any spectrum you're on that Home Alone 3 is your manifesto. Well, I'm telling you nope, right now. Not, I'm, nope. Obviously, you're wrong. I don't know. I don't, I don't believe this, this caller in. Well, so, so this guy's just kind of like, hey, Home Alone 3. That's where I'm laying my hat. 
That's that's, <laughs> that's a, where I'm laying my hat. That's a hill I'm dying on. Because <laughs> uh, obviously this guy's like, this is where I draw the yeah, line. I'm Home Alone three in it. Until, I live and die until by Home Alone three. Authorities come around. You know. <laughs> well, apparently the police have been there plenty because he's crying about no one wants to watch Home Alone three. Well, and I. I do kind of understand the family's aspect on this because it's like, if you watch this so many fucking times, why the fuck would you want to watch it again? Thirteen times a day is what she said, yeah, or the like, the uh, person that sent in the question said thirteen times a day. And you're kind of like, dude, it's Home Alone three again. Which no, I might get it because I'm. Like, do you want to watch the original one? He's like, no, fuck that. That's not the real Home Alone. No, you gotta listen to let's, number three. Let's watch the third one. Like, <laughs> ugh. I honestly be like, third ugh. one. I gotta go to a Chinese restaurant or some shit like this. I can't be around this. You I'm, know, I get it. When I have my daughters, oh, and they're nine eleven at the time, I'm always like. Can we watch Blazing Saddles again, please? Because the shit you're watching is mind-numbing. And they're yeah. like, Blazing Saddles? Again, Dad? Fine, I get Home Alone 3 in that context. Yeah. I, Home Alone 3, sure, that might be your manifesto, but it is pure shit. Not to mention, or bring up that, Blazing Saddles in any way, shape, or form... That low cal- caliber as Home Alone 3. Yeah, no. I'm just teaching all. my daughters right, I think. Well, you're teaching them some really offensive shit in general. With, with <laughs> no, nah, not in Blazing Saddles. That was good. Really? Yeah, you know, that's not offensive at all, actually. It pretty much is, man. No, it's not. It's uh, In that movie, if you look at it, Cleavon Little... Yeah, they he say the is, word Negro like 200 fucking times. Yeah, but uh, any Quentin Tarantino film says that anyway mod- in modern times. That's not that's not the argument that we're trying to say here is that you are showing your 11-year-old daughter. Blazing Saddles because Mel Brooks is a genius and they need to know that caliber of artistic artwork. Sure. I think maybe you should start with, uh, with, with uh, Home Alone 3. <laughs> or or at least history of the world. Yeah. But seriously, Home Alone 3. Because it seems as though that's it actually like transcendent. Oh, it's terrible. I'd rather I'd rather read Mein Kampf to my daughters at nighttime than subject them to Home Alone 3 <laughs> at any given time. Yeah, that's fair. It's just a horseshit movie. And you know what? Home Alone 1, fantastic movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Home Alone 2, pretty goddamn good, not going to lie. Not bad, not yeah. bad. Home Alone 3, it, it was just straight to straight to video. Also... It was bad. Also, it seems like when you start uh, skipping family members and you're like, oh, hey, it's this cousin that was part of the mechanic, like... The McCulloch family. The the (laughs) fact that there were two of them, first off, the fact that there were two different Home Alones, right, suggests that there's a family problem. Yeah, that that 
should have been called to the DFS, Department of yeah. Family Services. Yeah. Regardless of what re- region yeah, of the country like, you live oh, in. Oh, no, we love our son, but it's like, obviously, you keep forgetting your fucking son places. So maybe. Now, why yeah, maybe, would you do that? Yeah, maybe you don't. You know, like they're, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe we first forgot about the house. And then secondly, sent him to New York by himself. Yeah. So any of those he things. He lives in a yeah. ginormous New York City midtown or downtown Manhattan condo, which is by itself full of fucking shit. Yeah. And so all of that. And then is he has to like, defend this fucking place. So all of that, you're kind of like, this This makes no fucking sense in general because, you know, of all the previously stated things. And then, and then with all fucking bullshit aside, you go like this. Home Alone 3. That's where we're catching the family stride. Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3. <laughs> It wasn't the previous two Home Alones where family issues were absolutely present. It was Home Alone 3 where family issues were absolutely present. And it was a second-rate bullshit Kevin McAllister. It Kevin was Mc- McAllister. It was oh, a, it was the McAllister family. Yeah. So it was a McAllister and a half, but it was more like a, like a weekend at Birdie's bullshit kind of thing, you know, where it was like, oh, yeah, Home Alone 3, we're just going to... Just phone this one in. Yep, the whole thing is that he's gonna fuck with the the with the robbers, and he's there. That's it. That yeah, was the premise of uh, Home Alone three. I don't remember. I watched it once when I was a kid. Yeah, I think, it was horse shit. I think the whole thing is. That, it was an international like terrorist or shit like that. Oh, I don't remember. It was horse shit. Either way. If you're going to pick one, you don't pick that one. That's all I'm saying. No, you don't. Obviously, you go with one. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, you're like, well, there's some issues, you know. Yeah, obviously. I, I, not to be offensive or anything like that, but I think if anyone picks Home Alone 3 opposed to obviously the first one and or the second one, Obviously, you have to have some kind of mental troubles. Well, obviously. Yeah, so it's not a surprise that your autistic brother, who is 50, which I don't know how old you are because that is an age gap if you're much younger. But if you have a brother that is 50 years old is on the spectrum and you can't enjoy friends because he forces you to stay home to watch... To watch this fucking film 13 times a day with him, you are probably old enough to be out on your old. Yeah, you just go like this. No, and then yeah. move on. Yeah, nope. I'm going to my own house, and I'm going to live my own life. Because if he is 50, but yet you're young enough to stay at your parents' house. Yeah, and also if he's 50 and doing this stuff... He's been doing it since, like, the year 2004, whenever the hell that movie was made. I don't even think it was 2004, to yeah, be honest Yeah, well, whenever. With whenever. Whenever it was made. You know what? I'm going to Google it right now. I yeah. want to know when Home Alone 3 was made. Yeah. Because so he saw that's that going to bring some kind of substance to our life right now. Yeah, he saw it at that time, whenever it was made. And he goes, this is the movie that I, I really need to identify with. 
Let's let's wait. Let's oh, wait. that was 1997. 97. I was 17. So he when, sees this and goes, "This is the movie that this is going to be my opus." That's it. I'm going to do it. It's not Mr. Holland's opus, nope. which was a fantastic film, by the it way. Was. It's it's Fuck, Home Alone that was a 3. good movie. No. Nope. Home Alone Three. Home Alone Three. That is uh, what I draw my line in the sand with. Yep. And that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to watch it all the fucking time. And I'm going to cry and I'm sob because I could hold you people hostage with yep. this shit. Everyone's going to watch Home Alone 3. I'm starting to think this guy doesn't even like this movie. He's just fucking with his family. Yeah, and he could. Absolutely. He's like 13 times a day. Yeah, I put that shit on repeat. But I go in my room and I go on my tablet and I look at Asian porn and I jerk off. This is funny to me. You yeah. guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, why well, you're watching that stupid fucking movie. Yeah, it's not even a Home Alone trilogy. It's a standalone, and it sucks. You guys are fucking idiots. And then I'm going to pretend I'm going to cry and sob, get the cops over here, because I think this shit is funny. Yeah, he's just going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I spent the last 20 minutes jerking off upstairs, and uh, this shit's hilarious. So. Yeah. He goes, know what else I'm going to do? Con my parents and getting some Chinese takeout because I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, hey. This is fun to me. Yeah, Home Alone 3 would do it. <laughs> Home Alone 3 would definitely do it. By the way, make another fucking suggestion again. I'm going to smash you in the face with a fucking paint can. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that when we said Home Alone 3 would do it. It's like not the kid, obviously. Like the premise itself would do it. <laughs> I'm starting to root for this fucking guy who's supposedly 50 years old and is on the spectrum. He just goes, he's just I fucking need, with you guys. I need something. I need something. And then it happens. And he's like, I got something. Well, you guys are fucked. He goes, guess what? I'm an adult guy. Kind of sharded a little. Yeah. I'm not going to do my own laundry. This is sweet. I need to get on this, uh, this, this uh, board of approval here for... Home Alone 3. He's like, guess what I don't like? Home Alone 3. Guess what else I tolerate? Tango and Cash. Yes. <laughs> it's an all right movie. <laughs> but right now I'm into The Witcher. Pretty yes. good fucking show. Yep. Eat also, Home Alone 3. Better than it would seem. <laughs> Go with that. Yeah. Just watch it a 14th time that day. It's better than it seems. Hey everyone, we know you love the show, but do you want to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at DearIllAdvised, at our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, on Facebook at DearIllAdvised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. Okay, this one's odd. My friends made a creepy art exhibit, in quotes, based around me in their basement, closed a couple of, uh, basement closet a couple of years ago. Showed it to people, and I still haven't for fully forgiven them. I walked into a small closet to see a display of things all based around me and was more surprised at first they would put that much effort into... Pranking in, in parentheses me. The thing with the display seemed to be based around me being a robot. 
There were wires strung up and pictures of me, uh, pictures taken of me while I was at work. I delivered pizza in parentheses. Apparently, one of them had followed me one day without my knowledge, taking shots of me. There was a wide whiteboard with some of the title with some title on top, like protocol one, two, three, one, then had a flow diagram of thoughts and actions. A robot might normally do or something like meet person slash girl engage them cautiously. Hashtag take notes on them. There was a picture printed out of, of screenshots or text between me and one of my friends where he was asking me at the time about a girl I had started dating. I think he asked me if she was my girlfriend or something. This one kind of hit home because, again, the theme was that I was a robot <laughs> and I've had a fair share of issues with my, in my relationship with girls. The last was a logo on a laptop of a video saying, maybe I'm a robot, and then chuckling with my voice distorted. I'm assuming this might have been what started the idea of theirs. This one felt creepy because we had gotten drunk one night and my friend... With the camera asked if if he could interview me. And being close friends, I assumed it was all in good fun, and I just started saying a bunch of private stuff talking about feelings and whatnot. The clip they used was because I was mentioning certain emotions, thoughts I've had, and that I worried about, blah, blah, blah. Should I bring it up to them now how it made me feel? Does it, does any of this seem like red flags now that I should just distance myself from them, from them again? It doesn't seem like, uh, like a joke that went too far, but wasn't meant to be malicious. First of all, if anyone... That was a fucking weird question. Who wrote that? That was in broken English, obviously. Yeah. Um, But then again, if any of my friends take the time to make a shrine to me anywhere in their house, regardless of where it's at, I'm flattered. So Thank you. So also, let's break this down a bit. The detail that they've gone into... From the question, they've de- the detail that these people have gone into with your shrine to yourself also would suggest a uh, an admiration of sorts because what they're doing is aping you, right? They're trying aping? to make a they're trying to make a joke based on what they think is is funny. About what you do. Right? So they're making a joke about all the things that you do that they think is funny. I just don't get it. And so if if it's the people that are like the closest to you that make a joke like roasting. It's it's basically like roasting. 
You know, like people are making a joke about the stuff that you do. It's like people that are closest to you that are making that joke. The honest thing is that really they're just making that joke. They're, they're trying to show you that they actually like being around you. You know, like it doesn't really, it doesn't have to be like uh, they're, they're fucking in this weird conspiracy theory. They're trying to take all the stuff. They're doing these things that, that are very hurtful. They're trying to show all of these pieces about my personality that are very hurtful, all this kind of stuff. What I think they're doing is like, hey, we're friends. I'm making fun of you in this really weird way, in this way that I guess is in a closet of anything, this shrine closet. Which is also weird because it's like, who's who's fucking seeing the shrine closet? I don't know. That's you know, where they like self. It's uh, who are they showing the shrine closet to? Yeah, they're bringing in like the three people that they might know or whatever. Like they're randomly going, "Hey, you want to look at this shrine closet?" Yeah, we made it to Jake. Yeah, Jake is our one and only, our all holy. This is what we're doing. We built a shrine to Jake. Yeah, just come on in. We're gonna pray to Jake. Yeah. I get it. It's a little weird at that time. If that were the case. If that were the case, indeed. I don't know if that's the case, though. I think it's just a fucking joke that's uh, gone on a little bit. Maybe not even to them, but it gets to you. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we did that as a goof like a month ago. But you're fucking taking it heart. Yeah, and then right now it hits him and he's just kind of like, you guys are fucking insensitive. And it pieces of shit, really. And it's like, well, um, not what we meant. <laughs> it was a goof. It was a goof. And it seems like the more times you get you get uh, weird sponsors, like they went to like <laughs> sponsors. Adidas sponsored us. <laughs> no, like she goes this is to weird. like Slim Jims. <laughs> she goes to like a, a uh, like a. A local person that has money or whatever, and she's like, "This is this is something I'm dealing with," and they're like, "Oh, geez, they we gotta do, we gotta knock that out of the park." We gotta knock that out of the park. Yeah. So anytime <laughs> she, anytime this person yeah. goes to that, that it's like, well, yeah, but we weren't doing that. We weren't doing any of these things. Yeah, this is obviously a goof. Yeah, and. uh yeah, we obviously built it into my little closet in this uh, two-bedroom apartment. As that, a goof. As a fucking goof. Uh, you're way too high on yourself, person. Yeah. That's what this is. Uh, it's a definitely a goof. Did you use the term shrine? You know, like, when when they're doing this, it's like, yeah, we made this whole fucking thing, and they're like, this is a shrine, and it's like... Maybe, maybe, maybe we pump the brakes on the on the usage of the term shrine. Yeah, we also made some macaroni art. Yeah, uh, my nephew helped me build. I don't actually think this is a, some kind of religious thing where we yeah. had to also, have a shrine. Also, he he also thinks you're a douche. <laughs> yeah, he's nine. Yeah, 
definitely said Jake's a douche. <laughs> Whatever this person's name is. He also built a shrine, in quotes, to you, but it was mostly just just douche quotes. Yeah. I went to the closet. They were burning incense to a fat dude. Obviously, that's me. Like, Jake, yeah. You probably need to go on a diet, but yeah, this is a this is Buddha. Yeah. We are burning incense and then leaving up pennies for him. Just kind of a thing we're doing. Yeah. So I mean like we're, you you just uh you know, they're gonna quote Jesus or whatever. Definitely not Jesus. Uh, but you need to move along, my friend. Oh and gee. not move away from here, just move in general. Your heart probably is gonna explode. Actually, you know what? No. I want you to move away from here. I want you to go far away. You know what? Move to New Mexico. Yeah, but take that, uh, you know, like, make sure that you get the pole of, you no. know, whatever you're doing. No, I, I happen to hear that uh, people in Waco, Texas will just follow anyone. Yeah. So you go to Waco, Texas, you uh, get a cult because someone started a shrine with you in a, a, in a uh, fucking closet somewhere. Yeah. You just go to Waco, and you start a cult there. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, they were already ready for that. Yeah, and what's the worst that could happen? You're just going to start a cult in Waco. Everything's going to be willy-nilly. Just because you felt fucking stupid that somebody put your goddamn picture on a on a, on a a uh, stupid-ass, you know, play that they were doing or yeah. whatever. You know what? I know of a few people that have uh, put my picture up in their closet, and they built a shrine to me. Guess what I do? I don't get mad. I take ten percent of their uh, of their of their earnings. That's what you have to do. Yeah, I just That's take ten percent. That's what I do as a demigod. Yep. That's what you have to do. There you go. <laughs> you fucking pretentious prick. What the fuck? Your your fucking friends made a goof, a fucking goof, and they're like, because obviously you're so pretentious. About your life. This is a shrine about me, and I I can't stand for it. (laughs) They're like, what are you talking about? We're watching Tom and Jerry in the middle of the day because we're all unemployed and smoking pot. Yeah, and he goes... What do you want from us? This seems like this is really a personal attack to me, really. You pretentious jerk-off. You self-absorbed jerk-off. Yeah. So anyway, this guy's a piece of shit, so... Yeah, guess what I would do? What's that? Make like 10 shrines. All of his pictures on one. I would take all the tithing of that and not give him a dime. Yep, there you go. That's what you do. You just take a picture and he's just like every every corner of a, of a city. He's just kind of like, like a viral douche. Yeah. If you're the listeners of this, uh, you know what? Send us a picture of this guy. We're going to start a shrine. And we're going to start taking uh, 10% of the tithing. And we're just going to build a religion and a cult off of that. This is going to be all right. We've already got some head starts. It's fine. Yep, we already have the head start. Thanks for for calling in, uh, listener. Yeah, You are a pretentious piece of shit. And uh, we kind of hope you don't make a dime off this. You're not that important, pal. No, no. Hey, everybody. You have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at Gmail.com. Also, reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And 
If you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podbean.com. Oh, hell. Well, this is 69? Episode 69, everyone. The most erotic number nice. ever. Oh, 69. Nice. Episode 69. <laughs> do you have to do a creepy like that? I did. I, I, I did. always thought that 69 was more sensual. No, I don't. I feel like what I did was appropriate. To really? Be 69? Yeah. 69, I mean, that's all right. I, uh, well, you I know, enjoy a good it 69. Is it, is. it is what it is. I did I did it, and now I can't, I can't. I'm not taking it back. Fuck it. Yeah. 69 to me, though, is I'm eating a can of beans and no one's eating me. Yeah, well. Whatever. That's one way of doing it. Yeah, that's one way of doing 69, it. Sixty nine, though. We're glad you. Uh, we're very glad you downloaded and listened to us. Hell uh, yes, this is great. We love it. Hell yes, and seventies coming up pretty soon. Seventy is so. Hey, well, we're gonna tell you is that seventies actually going to be at the uh, Square State Brewing January eighteenth. Uh, in it's going to be recorded live in January eighteenth at Square State Brewing. That's in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Rock Springs, Wyoming. If you are there, uh, if you are in Rock Springs and love beer, come down, please, for the love of God. We don't have to tell you how good the beer is because the awards they have won, yeah, just in the region, the Rocky Mountain region, should tell you enough how good the beer is. So, yeah, come down for a beer, but if you're there for the beer and you want to hear some good comedy and you want to be part of a live show... Heck yeah. Definitely come down. Yep. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, if you want to submit your questions uh, to our Gmail, please do that. Uh, at gmail.com. If you want to submit your questions on our Twitter, it's at DarylAdvise. On our Facebook, at DarylAdvise. Those are our best places for receiving questions. We do want to see you at... Uh, at uh, Squares Day Brewing on January 18th when we uh, do our live show there. So please come down and do that. If nothing else, we will see you then and you will hear us then. Yeah, and you're going to hear yourself. Heck yeah. Hear yourself uh, asking some questions to us live at the show. Yep, absolutely. This is going to be good. So this has been episode 69, and we will see you in uh, two weeks at episode 70 with our live show from uh, Square State Brewing. You guys have-